Hola, which means hello in Spanish. Welcome to the Tour Inspires podcast. I'm your host, Maxim Kraft, and today we will be talking about Ecuador. In this episode, we will talk about the world's closest capital to the equator, a contrasting city of old and new, a historic city in southern Ecuador, the country's megadiversity, the islands famous for inspiring the theory of evolution, and an active volcano you can climb. So, let's begin. Located in southwest South America, with Peru at its south and Colombia at its north, modern-day Ecuador has been initially inhabited by the Amerindian peoples, which later organized into the Inca Empire in the 15th century. The lands were taken over by Spain in the late 16th century, and Ecuador gained independence in 1820 as part of Gran Colombia. Ecuador then separated from Gran Colombia in 1830 and became the Ecuador we know and love today. Today, Ecuador is a representative democracy with an upper-middle-income growing economy, which primarily relies on oil and various agricultural exports, but is diversifying with time. The country is actually currently undergoing rapid transformation, with poverty and inequality rates decreasing every single year. Ecuador is a member of many important international organizations, such as the United Nations, the Organization of American States, and the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries. Ecuador is well connected by highways with 4,018 miles or 6,467 kilometers of paved highways connecting the major cities of Ecuador. The Pan American Highway crosses the country from north to south. The nation recently reopened its railway system with 504 miles or 812 kilometers of recently opened functional railway lines running from Quito in the north to Duran in the south. Ecuador's national airline is Avianca, headquartered at Mariscal Sucre International Airport in Quito. Most major cities in Ecuador have their own airport, making it fairly easy to get around the country by air. Within cities, buses, trams, trolleys, and taxis are extremely popular and affordable. Within Quito, you can also use the BCQ bike-sharing system. Quito is actually the capital of Ecuador and also its largest city. It is the world's second highest capital city, located at an elevation of 2,850 meters, or 9,350 feet above sea level. It is also the closest capital city to the equator. You can actually visit the exact location of the equator at the Middle of the World, or La Mitad del Mundo Monument. Here, you can also visit the Kitsato Sundial, as well as the Intinian Solar Museum. The park is located 16 miles, or 26 kilometers, north of Quito. Within the city itself, absolutely make sure to visit the historic city center, one of the largest, least altered, and best preserved city centers in the Americas. Quito was actually among the first world cultural heritage sites declared by UNESCO in 1978. To end your visit to Quito, absolutely make sure to hike the Tenerifico. At the apex, a stunning view of Quito and its suburbs opens up, and it is absolutely worth the hike. Another great city to visit is Guayaquil. It is the second largest city in Ecuador and is known for its seafood, neoclassical architecture and art galleries. The Ordesa neighborhood is great for trying some of the city's famous seafood dishes like the Ecuadorian ceviche and the ensaboyado. If you are more interested in art, make sure to visit the Palacio Municipal, the political office center of Guayaquil. Here, the neoclassical buildings are considered some of the most iconic in Ecuador. If you're more interested in nightlife, then absolutely visit Montañita. Popularly known as Little Amsterdam, the small surfer town is especially known for its partying, affordable food and drinks, and beautiful beaches. On the contrast, the Las Peñas is the artistic center of Guayaquil, 
with many of the district's 400-year-old houses having been converted into art galleries, and a lot of notable Ecuadorian artists now have studios here. For a more historical perspective, visit Cuenca. Located in southern Ecuador, Cuenca is famous for its historical buildings and world-class museums. The new and old cathedrals serve as the anchor points of the city. Both buildings are extremely beautiful and are stunning examples of traditional Latin American architecture. The old cathedral has been repurposed as a museum in 1880, when the new cathedral was opened as a larger replacement. Museums are actually a huge attraction in Cuenca as a whole, with showcases of everything from the central bank to the aboriginal cultures. You can even find the Ruinas de Todos los Santos, which are four trapezoidal Incan niches that you can visit. There are also remains of a colonial mill nearby. Ecuador's climate is mild year-round in the mountain valleys with a humid subtropical climate in coastal areas and rainforest in lowlands, while the Pacific coastal area has a tropical climate with a heavy rainy season. The climate in the Andean highlands is temperate and relatively dry, and the Amazon basin on the eastern side of the mountains has the climate as other rainforests. Because of its location at the equator, Ecuador experiences little variation in daylight hours during the course of a year. Both sunrise and sunset occur each day at the two six o'clock hours. Ecuador is one of the 18 megadiverse nations on Earth, hosting dozens of endemic plant and animal species. In fact, to recognize its unique ecological heritage, Ecuador ratified a constitutional amendment in 2008 that made Ecuador the first country to officially recognize legally enforceable rights of nature or ecosystem rights. One of the best places to find the Ecuadorian endemic species are the Galapagos Islands. Located off the west coast of mainland Ecuador, the islands are known for their large number of endemic species and were studied by Charles Darwin during the second voyage of the HMS Beagle. His observations and collections contributed to the inception of Darwin's theory of evolution by means of natural selection. Some of the numerous unique species you can find here are sea cucumbers, marine and Galapagos land iguanas, the Galapagos tortoise, the blue-footed booby, and the Galapagos sea lions. Ecuador's geography can be divided into four major regions, La Costa, the coast, La Sierra, the highlands, La Amazonia or La Oriente, meaning the east, and La Región Insular, which is comprised of the Galapagos Islands. It is worth mentioning that Ecuador is located directly on the Ring of Fire, a major Pacific geographical region known for its earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. Around 90% of the world's earthquakes occur along the Ring of Fire, which is a result of active plate tectonics of the Earth's crust. As a result, Ecuador has many active volcanoes, including Cotopaxi, which is one of the world's highest active volcanoes. Cotopaxi is actually clearly visible from Quito and is a defining part of its skyline. The volcano is only 31 miles or 50 kilometers from the city and can easily be reached by road and hiked. The volcano has erupted over 50 times since 1738 and only recently reopened for climbing in late 2017. Surrounding the volcano are multiple valleys created by the flowing lava. Climbing Cotopaxi to the summit is quite popular, with up to 100 climbers attempting it on the weekends. Mountain guide companies offer regular guided climbs of the mountain. If you enjoy mountain climbing or photography, then Cotopaxi would make for an unforgettable experience. And that concludes our Ecuadorian podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to give us a like or rating on your platform of choice and subscribe to get new episodes every single week. All the cities and locations we mentioned in this episode were also featured on our Instagram page at official tour app, 
where we highlight the most scenic locations in the countries you vote for. And if you're excited to visit Ecuador, feel free to download Tour on the iOS App Store for free and start planning your next trip today. Safe travels, Maxim Craft.